we're headed out west now because a lot of musicians uh, that left New Orleans did not go north. Some of them went out west and they went as far west as they could go. That's the funny thing. You know, I thought I was alone. When I uh, left the south, uh, I went to Erie, Pennsylvania because it was as far as I could get away from Florida in a straight line. That was Erie, Pennsylvania. You couldn't go any further unless you went into Canada. And musicians had a similar attitude, it would appear, uh, some 50, 60 years before I made my trip up north. Uh, these guys went to Chicago, or they went to New York, or they went to uh, L.A. That's called L.A. Uh, the center for everything that was happening in the black community was Central Avenue. It was a nice, respectable, middle-class uh, neighborhood during the day. Uh, people with nice businesses, nice income, manicured lawns, you know, nice homes. Uh, quiet, respectable, safe neighborhood. At night, however, it became glittering with lights and dancing and women like butterflies in their gowns and their faces of all colors. That's right, this was a black area, but at night it became multicultural, very, very diverse because Central Avenue was a place that you had to go whether you were the biggest actress in Hollywood or just somebody who wanted to be seen outside the scene. Now, one of the chief attractors uh, along uh, Central Avenue was the Dunham Hotel. This was a fantastic, lavish hotel that was built by a black couple, John and um, Veda uh, Somerville. Their story is interesting. Uh, John had come from Jamaica, Veda grew up just outside LA. Uh, Veda was accustomed to the racism that was found in America. Uh, John was not, <laughs> he had come from Jamaica and he didn't know what to do with it when he first got here. But well, he worked hard, saved his money, got enough money to go to uh, University of Southern California, uh, wanted to enroll in the dental program there. And when he did, he found out that all the university had a, um, a, a policy of uh, letting anyone in regardless of race. The student body was not so open and welcoming. And there were big protests and pretty much the student body, the white student body, said they would not continue as students there if he was allowed in. Uh, the head of the dental department was very, very smart, invited John in to speak to them, and pretty much what he told them was, look, I'm here for one reason, so that I can be equipped to help people with their suffering, and nothing hurts more than a toothache. I want to help relieve that, relieve that in people. So if you're going to prevent me from getting this training now, how are you going to feel 20 years from now when you're a little bit smarter? and not so full of yourself that you prevented a man who wanted to help people from being able to do exactly that. Long story short, he ended up enrolling in the school and at the end of his college career, he graduated first in his class. He met along the way Veda, uh, who um, was a liberal arts major. He persuaded her to go into medicine. She became a dentist. And the two of them launched one of the most successful dental practices uh, ever in L.A. They pooled their money, of course, as a couple, and they built this lavish hotel called the Dunham. Everybody stayed there. Louis Armstrong, that's where he went every time he went. Lena Horne, 
every time she went to LA, that's where she stayed. Ella Fitzgerald, every time she went to LA, that's where she stayed. Billie Holiday stayed there. All the great band leaders stayed there. Everybody that was anybody black stayed at the Durham because that was the most lavish hotel that black folks could stay at in the 20s and 30s in LA. Right next door to it was a little jazz club called the Apex at first, led by a little band leader. And uh, he worked there for a while, and then later he refurbished it, expanded it a little bit, and uh, renamed it Club Alabama, short for Alabama, a little southern twist. And all the great jazz musicians that were played that club. It was a place to be. People who wanted to be seen would hang outside Club Alabama because all the rich and famous came in and out of there and the music was always hot in Club Alabama. The dancing was ferocious. It was a black owned club, but the clientele at Club Alabama was up to 90% white because most blacks, even those who lived in the neighborhood, couldn't afford the admission or the drinks. So Club Alabama was not just a place that featured the hottest jazz, it also helped eradicate some of those strict racial lines that were permeating uh, society uh, all over this country and most certainly in LA uh, at that time. Um, so let's remember, in LA, you had Central Avenue, which during the day was a nice, respectable, middle-class black neighborhood. But at night, the musicians, the dancers, and everything else that wanted to have a good time, they came out. Those staying overnight would stay at the Dunham. Those trying to have a good time at night would make sure they went to Club Alabama. And that's what LA was all about in the 20s and 30s. Thank you.